welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy, produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. I'm your host, Laura McNamara. Commercial production of cellulosic ethanol is closer than ever before. I can tell you that I am more sure of the future of cellulosic ethanol than I have ever been before. I can stand here confidently before you today and say that it is no longer a question of if we were able to produce cellulosic ethanol, but when. I don't know that I could have said that even one year ago. I I will tell you that I have never seen the kind of progress we're seeing today. I've never seen the kind of investment by private industry and and as as well as uh, academia uh, that we're seeing today. There is a tremendous uh, amount of, I think, pressure on our country to move this forward, and it is definitely uh, having the best chance it has ever had today. It's looking very promising. Jeff Broin, CEO of Poet, recently announced that they will complete construction on a $4 million pilot-scale cellulosic ethanol production facility later this year. A few months ago, we started construction on a pilot-scale ethanol production facility in Scotland, South Dakota. It will be added on to an existing ethanol plant. We are ready to announce that we expect construction to be completed late in the fourth quarter that will be producing cellulosic ethanol at that facility later this year. Poet is making a $4 million investment in this pilot facility, which will give us the scale we need to make final improvements in our technology before we start construction next year on Project Liberty, our commercial cellulosic ethanol plant in Emmitsburg, Iowa. The feedstock for our cellulosic pilot facility will be the corn cobs harvested at our test site in southeastern South Dakota, along with corn fiber extracted from the adjacent corn ethanol production facility with Poet's proprietary fractionation process BFRAC. This facility will be the first of many integrated corn and cellulosic ethanol production facilities. Cindy Zimmerman interviewed Jeff right after he made that announcement earlier this month at the Ethanol Conference and Trade Show in Omaha. Well, when you made this announcement, you seemed very excited. You seemed really optimistic about the future of cellulosic ethanol at this point. We have had uh, a, a couple of things uh, that have gone exceptionally well lately, some things we've discovered that uh, just have not uh, worked very well in this industry in the past, in the cellulosic industry in the past. Uh, we've been able to go to much higher fermentation yields uh, or percentages than we've seen in the past, as well as higher yields per ton. So we're seeing some big moves forward uh, in the technology itself through our research and development. People keep saying cellulosic five to ten years away. They've been saying that for a very long time. What do you say? Well, actually, we intend to take this technology from our plant uh, at, at Poet Research Center, the, the pilot plant, up to commercial scale. Uh, the construction of the plant will start in 2009, and we'll have it operating in 2011. Um, recently, our partner in the enzyme business, who is uh, about 100 researchers working today on the enzymes and mm-hmm. putting a tremendous amount of money into it, uh, recently reported that they're going to be a year ahead of schedule uh, and bringing the enzymes, which is one of the very big keys to the success of this process. Uh, and in addition, we're finding some microorganisms that are extremely promising for the back-end processes. So uh, the, one of the reasons I'm excited is there has never been this kind of commitment to the, to the, to the commercialization of cellulosic ethanol in dollars or people resources uh, in my history in the business. So we're excited to see all these things coming together, and I, I would say that the stars are beginning to align for cellulosic ethanol. Meanwhile, in the southeastern United States, progress is being made on a woody biomass cellulosic project in the little town of Soperton, Georgia. At the ethanol conference, Cindy also spoke with Bill Schaefer, Senior Vice President of Business Development, Range Fuels. 
Bill, you were giving an update here where uh, Range Fuels is at right now as far as the development of your cellulosic plant that's going to be using woody biomass in Georgia. Yes, uh, we are very optimistic that uh, things are going along well. We're, we're progressing nicely in our Soperton project. Uh, we expect to be producing ethanol next year. Well, Range Fuels is kind of unique being in the southeast besides being a, a cellulosic woody biomass-based plant. And when you, you received a Department of Energy grant to help this along, um, tell me really why you decided to locate there in, in such a little area of Soperton, Georgia. The southeastern U.S. and all along the, the uh, Gulf Coast and then up the uh, northeastern seaboard is just an incredible resource in the amount of, uh, if you've you know, probably read stories that talk about how the, uh, the timber and, and woody biomass in that area is probably at a, at a peak now that hasn't been seen for hundreds of years. Uh, it's, and these folks are uh, used to and accepting of the whole idea that this is a crop, that these trees are a resource. They take it very, their stewardship very seriously. But uh, they have, have uh, made their livelihood for a very long time uh, on planting, harvesting sustainably uh, pine plantations. Well, besides the, the wood, wood waste and woody biomass, you're also looking at certain energy crops and working with other companies on that, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we uh, have test plots we've established with uh, Ceres, a, a subsidiary of Ceres. On our Soperton site, we have some woody biomass test plots that we're also establishing. Uh, we intend for the site to really be sort of a showcase for some of the technologies we see, not just today, but in the future feeding this industry. Besides these two projects, there are many more cellulosic plants in the works and lots more research being done. And as Jeff Broin says, it does seem the stars are beginning to align for the second generation of ethanol to shine. I'm Laura McNamara reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of DomesticFuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry. 